Welcome to the Art of Communication, where entrepreneurs learn to grow their business more effectively through mastering their ability to connect to others. Whether you're looking to increase revenue, widen your network, or just getting others to buy into your vision, we'll help you dramatically transform your business and life by communicating more effectively, improving your leadership skills, and reinvesting time back into your family. You're only one good conversation away from transforming your business and your life. So let's start the conversation with your host, Greg Rice. What's up, guys? Today, we're going to talk about open and closed body language, which can be critically important in any situation where you're talking to somebody else and trying to convince them of a point, right? An investor discussion, a sales discussion um, in an interview. And we're going to talk about why we have open and closed body language, where does it come from, also how to read it, what does closed body language look like, and what does open body language look like, and some some clues around cues to be looking for, especially around things like the palms and how the hands are being used. So I think you'll find it really valuable. One thing I want you to look out for is try to find an example in your life where somebody starts from a closed position, and as you're talking to them, their body language loosens up and opens. It means that you're getting your point across to them, which can be really exciting and and fulfilling to see in real time. So I hope this episode is valuable for you and teaches you a lot about open and closed body language. So I'm naturally a pretty fidgety person and I'm not really good at sitting still. Even as I record this, I'm moving a bunch. Um, I'm often acting restless and changing positions, crossing my legs this way, then that way, then crossing my arms, getting up, getting down, etc. Well, someone recently told me that, that they didn't think that I was open to their idea because of my closed body position and my restlessness. She thought that it meant that I didn't agree with her and I was bored. Now, her mistake was not taking a baseline first, right? If she had, she'd have known that this is my normal way of being and therefore you shouldn't read into it. But her point around the importance of understanding closed and open body language is a really important one for understanding overall body language science. Now, a great resource around body language is called the Tiny Book of Body Language, and it can be found on the bodylanguageproject.com, and it's absolutely free. So definitely go check that out. Now, when we talk about open and closed body language, super high level. Uh, With closed body language and posture, you're indicating self-protection, being closed off mentally or emotionally, having hostility or unfriendliness, anxiety or, or disagreement, or generally just being less open to new ideas. Now, open body language communicates the opposite, right? It's associated with an open mind, being more receptive to new ideas and outside thinking, more friendly, just a general willingness to work together and feeling more in control. Now, why is this, right? Why do these two things tend to associate with these different emotional underpinnings? Well, it comes down to how comfortable and safe we feel, right? When we're in a closed position, we are literally protecting our most vital organs as well as our mental and emotional selves. So again, this comes through evolution where if we were afraid, we would look to cover our most vital organs. Today, we're not being attacked by animals or other men very often. So we're, we're more thinking about our emotional selves, but we're actually protecting ourselves from what's going on. And when we're open, we're showing that we're not afraid, right? We don't need to protect ourselves and we're willing to show our most important aspects to the world. So what do these look like? Well, closed cues occur when a limb crosses the center of the body, like arms fully crossed or legs fully crossed or crossing your ankles. 
Other signals are holding a drink in front of you to protect yourself in a way, or playing with your cufflink, or leaning away from a speaker. If your feet are pointing towards away from or are pointing away from the speaker. When closed postures are combined with other closed postures, so you cross your legs and your arms, it tends to magnify the signal, right? So if you see both of those, you can start to feel more and more confident that they're closed off to whatever your idea might be. But interestingly, if you see crossed legs and open arms, right, it's not less necessarily conclusive and you're gonna have to do some more investigation to see really what's going on there. Now, open posture is the opposite, right? If you think about what your posture might be like at home when you're completely relaxed, that's a good way to think about open posture. So uncrossed legs and uncrossed arms, leaning toward the speaker, feet pointing towards the speaker, your hand on your hips, and even a figure four, right? Especially for a man where your leg bends horizontally, pulled over the other knee, making a four, right? It's open, it's relaxed, it's dominant. Historically, it's even a way of kind of showing your crotch to the world, which which means that you're very comfortable and dominant. Um, We'll talk more about that uh, in later lessons. But first, have you ever thought about doing your own podcast? I'll tell you, if you're a business owner, you absolutely should be. There's no better way to get your name out there, to grow your network, and really develop a relationship with your customers. I can tell you in the short time that I've been doing this podcast, I've already had conversations with top global influencers, Fortune 500 CEOs, and a host of other really cool people that I otherwise would not have had the opportunity to connect with. But you might be thinking, hey, it might be really hard to do a podcast. I don't know where to start, or I just don't have time. But I'll tell you, if you work with my friends at World Class Media, they make it super easy. That's who I worked with. With their done-for-you podcast, literally, all I have to do is just record the episode and they do everything else from end-to-end, including all editing and production, development of my intro and outro and music, my artwork and website, development of my show notes, and submission of my show to all the major podcasting mediums. They even created my social media cards. And they offer me coaching along the way as well to help me to become a world-class podcaster right out of the gate. So if you've ever considered starting a podcast, you owe it to yourself to talk to world-class media because that's how it's a lot easier than you think. So just go to gregjrice.com backslash done for you to learn more about the done for you podcast service and to set up a free consultation. All right, let's hop into the show. But you can see body posture loosening throughout a conversation, which is really interesting, right? So if you're in the middle of a conversation, if you're paying attention, you might see them start off closed and then start to relax their body posture, which is is just really fascinating to see and lets you know that you're starting to score points with them in their mind. Now, another interesting thing to read is palms. So if palms are open, they tend, if palms are open when somebody's speaking, that tends to be a very open and honest gesture. It comes from saying, look, I don't have any weapons, right? I'm safe. I'm not going to attack you. Palms behind the back or in the pockets are more a sign of aggression or dishonesty, right? Because then you're hiding the palms. And so we don't know if you have a weapon or not. Now, if you want to make a point, right? A great way to do it is to put your palms firmly on the desk and put your weight on them. Right. And the more weight that you have on your palms, the more believable and powerful you'll come across. One last point, right? Pointing, one last point, pointing is like jabbing your ideas into the audience, right? So if you want to make them defensive, pointing at them is a great way to do it. Although probably not a great way to convince them that you're right. But 
Considering all these, right, I mentioned at the top the importance of baselining somebody before making any judgments about them. That is the mistake that my coworker made with me. So never judge somebody just based on one single characteristic. Understand their baseline and how that's differing from the baseline. And also look at multiple characteristics before you start to make a determination. Don't let the momentum stop now. Continue your path towards connecting at another level by joining the Communication Nation. We'll be discussing today's topics as well as more real-world solutions to transforming your life personally and professionally at facebook.com slash groups slash join the communication nation. Remember, you're only one good conversation away from transforming your business and life. And that conversation starts right here on The Art of Communication.